Yeah, hello. Roger, this is your boss speaking. You're 10 minutes late. Are you coming in or what? Sorry, boss, but I won't be in today. I'll be taking a personal day so that I can focus on my mental fitness. Mental fitness? What are you on about here? You gotta be in there. You can't call out of work whenever you want, but you can take a five-minute break for your mental well-being. Underwritten by the Lawrence Drug and Alcohol Alliance, Mental Fitness is the show that will keep your head healthy. I'm Tara Coffey. I'm a mental fitness producer for 107.7 The Bronx. Um, I wanted to talk about how COVID-19 has affected mental health, especially in students. And so why don't you two introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit of the services you provide here at Ryder. Oh, my name's Deangie Davis, and I am a doctoral intern in the Counseling Services Office this year. Uh, in terms of COVID, it seems like across the country there are similar themes. So there's a lot of, you know, anxiety about beginning Zoom classes and, you know, maybe distance from friends. But I feel like a lot of people around the world are experiencing the same thing. My name's Hannah and um, I'm the other doctoral intern here at the Counseling Center. So what we basically do here is a lot of short-term what I believe is solution-focused therapy. So um, it's on a short-term basis, but we're really um, trying to utilize different coping skills and managing different symptoms. And I think we're seeing a rise in campuses all over um, in different states. And um, it's really due to the stress going on in our country right now so so i guess the main question that everybody's really asking is how covid19 affected the students at brighter university mentally we've been seeing an increase regardless um it's hard to say if it's specifically due to covid or more so here i think it's just across the board college campuses and um, this age group really making those adjustments and of course a pandemic thrown into the mix um, certainly makes it a lot more stressful. Um, so what we really try and do is focus on a strengths-based approach, um, also providing a lot of support. Um, a lot of students, they have these skills and they sometimes just have to be reminded of them and how to access and contact those support systems and outlets in order to um, gain support and feel like they can be resilient and manage their symptoms while on campus. Going off of what you said, what's the biggest struggle that you've seen students face? I think it's really case by case. Some people might have already been taking a majority online classes or taking some online classes prior to this, or they might have had like a part-time job or a full-time job where they worked from home anyway. Have you seen a lot of um, students be like, socially inactive. I do think that we're all having to be more creative. I think, you know, whether it's student ed, the student um, advisory programs and our office is also doing like more virtual, like drop-ins and spaces and things like that, because we know that students aren't able to really converse together. I think either way, it's just an adjustment and um, it's really balancing well-being, social interaction, with safety, um, learning how to have these discussions with people around us, and um, 
all of it is just, it, it's, it, it's an adjustment. I think, you know, we're not always used to handling so many different stressors at once. Um, and it's all, you know, this is, it, it's been a difficult year. How do you think that students can really deal with their anxiety and depression, especially because um, for a while there, all of the therapy was virtually, um, like it wasn't face to face, it was all virtual, which I know for a few um, people that I know, um, felt like they couldn't really get the help they needed over virtual. So how do you think kids can deal with anxiety, depression, um, any real mental health issues? I think we're trying to look at it in a, in a positive way that, you know, we, we still have resources out there. We're still, um, you know, we, it might not be the way we're used to connecting to people, but um, in terms of therapy, but we do have um, video teletherapy, we have phone sessions, we have drop-in sessions, we have a lot that we're trying to pull together and many things already set up. Um, what I would say, um, along with what DeAngie has already stated, is that really sticking to a routine, it's difficult right now when um, there's a lot of stressors going on, a lot of unknowns, people have a lot of questions, but um, as much as possible sticking to that routine throughout the day. Um, and also socializing in the best way you can safely, but making sure that you're engaging with others still in your support systems, and that's incredibly important. Thank you so much for talking with me. I know that definitely helped me and I'm sure it helped other people as well. So thank you so much. This concludes another edition of Mental Fitness, reminding you to take some time off for your mental health. Mental Fitness is underwritten by the Lawrence Drug and Alcohol Alliance.